Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Gentlemen, this is the About Last Night Show. Hey, that's oh. right. Coming to you, not so live, from the John Lovitz uh, Comedy Club and Theater. We're if you're listening to this, it's probably either Tuesday or Wednesday is when we put is when we put it out, and we're recording it uh, the Friday before. Because why not? Because uh, you know what, we can do whatever the hell we want to do. We can. Yeah. So, so stop telling us what to do, government. <laughs> yeah, uh, as if the government ever stepped in and was like, uh, can you guys record your podcast uh, consistently? Obama Jew. Obama Jew. <laughs> Very popular Halloween costume this year. Wow. Obama Jew. Speaking of Halloween. Yeah. Coming up. What yeah. Are gonna, what are you going to go as? I don't know. Last year, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm Brad Williams. This is uh, my co-host, Adam Ray. Yeah, let's, let's welcome our guests for this discussion, yeah. too, because this is a great discussion to have a third uh, party for. There, our, our guest is a comedian. Uh, he's been touring with me a few times. That's the shows with Adam. Uh, runs a, sh- a very popular show. The most popular LA. show in the country. Yeah. It's, it's called, there everywhere now. It's called Comedy Juice. It's in New York, San Diego, Belgium, Israel. <laughs> uh, not yet. Hollywood is the most popular one. Yeah. Irvine, Pasadena. Um, we, ha- we had him on before, but he was on in the Sean Astin episode. And right. in the Sean Astin episode, you were basically a sniper. It's uh, Mark Saratella. Mark Saratella, everybody. Oh, right. Welcome to the show. Our it's good buddy, to be Mark here. Saratella. It's good to be here. Those shows' names are called Comedy Juice. You can check it out at comedyjuice.com. And, uh, gentlemen, when does Mark Marin show up? <laughs> uh, I, I know we promised you Marin. He's, co- he's, he's come by a little, a little later. Uh, he's he's a little too happy right now, and you yeah. know he doesn't go on a podcast unless he's miserable. So. Yo, you guys aren't lying, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, my friend. You yeah, well, we had you the last time on for Sean Astin, and the only things you you were you were the guy who fueled the Lord of the Rings discussion, so because you were the only one I think who knew enough about hobbits and well, what did you ask him? I asked him about. Oh no, he uh, he asked me about his own character. He asked me about Samwise Gamgee, what happened after the movie, <laughs> which I couldn't believe he didn't know, but I did know that he did uh, stay in uh, the Shire and he became the mayor, and then he finally went to the Greylands uh, across the sea and blah blah blah. Totally. And that's why we always know Mark is available and not with a woman, because <laughs> because he knows that kind of knowledge. So we the the the, the phrase, hey, you think Mark's free? Never comes up. Yeah. That, that never comes up. No. Always free to podcast. And also, <laughs> uh, podcast. special announcement, I have my own pos- podcast starting in two weeks. It's called About Two Nights Ago with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Hey, I man. was about to say, like, that's awesome, Mark. And then now you're doing a little, little, little skew. And knife in the back. Yeah, and, uh, I, and, and uh, coincidentally, I'm starting one uh, in three weeks called uh, About Right Now, motherfucker, uh, with Willow. <laughs> So Willow, yeah, <laughs> ah, you assholes. Anyway, uh, well, well, let's be let's be honest. Brad's the uh, the best dwarf in Hollywood. Well, you know, I Absolutely. mean, you are. Do you? You're not only the funniest, but Thank you're you. the nicest, and you're. Uh, these guys have had their chances. You're the up and coming. You're about to. You're about to be the next hot thing. All right, that's right, ladies. Hop on board the next hot thing. Yeah. That sounds like I might have an STD. 
That's exactly well, the net. So- sound like. Oh, yeah, that's what true. What do you think I was referring to? Yeah, you know. Hop on. <laughs> hey, there's. <laughs> would you rather have an STD from me or from you? Uh, well, because if, if you get an STD from a dwarf. This is what I was setting up for, yes. Yeah, if you get an STD from a dwarf, it's much better. A, uh, all of our STDs involve cotton candy. <laughs> All of them. Wait, like, you, it smells like, the STD smells like cotton candy? Smells or? like it. Uh, vaginas start producing it. Wow. Uh, it, it's pretty awesome. So, I mean, granted, the STD from a dwarf can then lead to diabetes because then you have the cotton candy, it's the sugar. It's, it's, it's a very complicated issue. But it's a great story. Now, uh, Adam and Mark are performing with me this weekend at the Lovitz Club. We are, at, oh, we were talking about ho- uh, Halloween. Yes. Last year. For the Lovitz Club, yeah. yeah. Tonight, well, no. Well, this is coming but, out next week, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, it, it was yeah. in the past. What a great weekend of shows! But the shows we were amazing. They great? Do you remember when that guy stood up and was like, "Hey, man!" Do, do, do you remember when the porn star Jesse Jane came and just gave everyone a blowjob in the that audience? Was incredible! Even, even the girls. Even the girls. It was nuts. Wait a second. When did that happen? <laughs> Stick to the script. Stick to the script. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Fourth wall, Mark. Fourth yeah, wall. yeah. Uh, what, what you guys have any ideas for Halloween well, costumes? I don't know. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta do something good because. Last year, I was Toad from Super Mario Brothers. Oh, my God. And a midget going as Toad is pretty awesome. Uh, You know what? Now I'm going to have to throw up a picture of that on my Twitter. Obviously. Because people got to see that shit. That'd be great. Maybe Adam and I could be Mario and Luigi. Oh, my God. There you go. Oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. I like it. I can bring Toad back. He's a me. Mario. (laughs) Yeah. And you can do your your Luigi impression, Mark Saratella. Go. My name is Luigi. (laughs) That that's that's small Luigi yeah. before he gets the mushroom. Yeah, come yeah. <laughs> very bene. Very bene. Very good. Uh, and Gint could be the princess. There we go. Or Our the turtle. Sound sound guy Gint. <laughs> ooh, that might be. Ooh, I'm, yeah, the turtle. I might have. I don't know. The uh, Yoshi. Yoshi. were kind of small Yo, though. Brad, right? you could be Yoshi. I could be Yoshi. That way, when I start licking women, it's just part of the character. See? Wait, yeah, yeah, I don't I remember like that this. from the Mario Brothers video game. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he, he, he sticks his when tongue Yoshi out. When Yoshi just started going down on people. <laughs> <laughs> you save the princess. My clit. <laughs> Which, by the way, <laughs> that's the manliest woman Yoshi went down on. <laughs> hey, my clit. Stop it. You turtle toad. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but Can you imagine if that was part of the game? Oh, my God. Bam, 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 bam. And you have to jump on, uh, you have to, well, you know. You I, 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 think, I, I think Funny or Die actually did some sort of animated sketch where it shows uh, the princess gets pregnant and Mario's there. That's hilarious. Like, at the birth. And then all these things start popping out of vagina, like Goombas and every <laughs> shit, like, just pop out. And then at the very end, a uh, egg pops out and it's a little Yoshi. And then he starts chasing around Yoshi. <laughs> I, I think that's on Funny That's incredible. That'd be a good video. And that's the way video games should be. I mean, now they're so violent. I mean, you're supposed to, like, be escaping the world and going into these little magical places as opposed to, like, m- walking through malls shooting people in the face <laughs> because <laughs> the sales aren't good enough or whatever. The- <laughs> yeah, you know. They- yeah, they should update. If the other, if, like, you know, Grand Theft Auto and all that shit can be that real, why don't they add that element of realism to, like, you know, the Mario Brother games? And, you know, everything's so... Yeah. You know, yes, you can grab a, 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 a raccoon uh, tail and fly into the clouds. Why yeah. can't you fly over to fucking you know Afghanistan and maybe? There you go, Mar- like... Mario versus the Taliban. Hey man, I think we just came up with something there. 
I'd play that. Can you imagine? Or like Mario and Luigi lost all their money in the stock market, <laughs> and they refused to leave their house and go on this mission. Like, fuck the princess. Let her die. It's like, this is a little bit too real. Mar- Mario and Luigi get foreclosed. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And instead of the theme song being so upbeat, it's... <laughs> or they just get straight up deported. There you go, because they're Italian. <laughs> the times are tough. They can't. Yeah, we, we could not find the, now, the fireballs were scarce. All right. Uh, There's Ad- no plumbing jobs anymore. Adam, do an impression of Mitt Romney yeah. uh, deporting Mario and Luigi because they're Italian. Well, first of all, Brad, I'd just like to thank you for having me here in Ghent. And Mark, I'd like to thank you for having me. And, uh, and Mr. Uh, President, wherever you are, probably at Roscoe's, I'd like to thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> You know, now Mario and Luigi have been a staple of, uh, of American uh, history for as long as I can remember. My sons, all five of them, uh, Taggart, James, uh, Represent, Shret, and Drama Juice, they've all been around for a long time, and they love video games. They love Duck Hunt. Matter of fact, I saw them shooting uh, some of those ducks from about 15 feet away, and that's how you know someone's really going to duck hunt. And then, uh, but then he shot one of the ducks, and he, he said, uh, take that, Dad. And I was like, well, okay, well... Anyway, so Mario and Luigi, um, I just want to tell you guys, we appreciate everything you've done for this country, but um, uh, frankly, you're taking away jobs from hardworking Americans, um, Americans who are struggling to make uh, $5 million a year. So I want to just say to you, uh, fuck you, suck my, um, <laughs> suck my... Suck you know my... what? It, 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 it's funny that you actually cursed as Romney, because did you see that he actually got caught on camera like saying fuck you the other day? Yep. Wow, that didn't happen, and you just said yep to that. (laughs) Ah, that is the perfect segue, ladies and gentlemen, for our brand new game, What Will Adam Believe? Yo, Adam, believe a lot of things, man. Yeah, and Gint was supposed to play the song right after I said that, so try it again. God damn it. What would Adam believe? All right. There we go. Oh, Different. You can find it? It's all right. It's, it's, still, it's still some 70s porn-style music. I like it. Fuck, man. What would Adam believe? Adam, is, of course, believes everything you tell him. So uh, we came up with this game, What Would Adam Believe?, where uh, I read three stories to Adam. Uh, one I did is tell true. You, by the way, just completely go on with that. Yeah. Did you hear Romney? I was like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, he said fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he said fuck on camera. Yeah. No, that... By the way, you could have gone on for that for 10 minutes, and I would have completely been like, yeah, then can you believe when he <laughs> when he said when he said it? And then they were like, whoa, he said it. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, it, for, for whatever reason, it might be the weed. Adam just believes everything. So I'm going to give him three stories. Two are false. One is true. We're going to see if he can pick out the true story, and uh, you are more than welcome to play at home. Uh, as, is this a love boat? As you're listening to this. The love boat. No? All right. There we go. What is it called? The Hot, Hot Potato Theme Song. Ooh. That does sound like some dirty uh, All right. some dirty porn. Uh, Mark, feel free uh, to... Don't help Adam. Not that you know, but you can help talk. Would you have all the stories there? I have them all right here. Maybe you can let Mark all read All right. One. You know what? Uh, why don't you read... That first story, Mark. Yo, you guys know I'm not good at reading. <laughs> right, right there. Read, read that first story. So basically, this game. Came anytime, about. Mark. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why you, you want me to read this first one here. No, no, right. Oh, right here. Okay, cool. Adam, did you know that Libyan president has loudspeakers playing Jack Johnson re- records outside of his home, 24/7, to calm rioters? 
All right, how fucking stupid do you think I am, Brad? Uh, how dare you? For sure. I don't even need to know the other options. That shit is not fucking true at all. The Libyan president's playing bubbly toes? Well. All la- right, give me the other options. Well, last time you thought that the true story was that uh, gators in Florida have been proven that they like the taste of black people better than white people. So I have no idea where this is going to go. Uh, touche. All right, story number two. A woman was awarded $200,000 when a laboratory destroyed semen samples from her dog. Oh. Yeah, I heard, about, I heard about that. Story number three. I think Bob Barker did something about that. <laughs> story number three. Archaeologists have uncovered something in Africa they believe to be the world's oldest strap-on dildo, being over 4,000 years old. <laughs> so those I mean, it, are your options. I mean, the story I want to be true is the last one. <laughs> Wait a second. So you're guessing one of these is true? Yeah. Okay. So Libyan president plays Jack Johnson to quell rioters. Woman awarded $200,000 for destroyed uh, dog semen samples. Or archaeologists uncovered the world's oldest strap-on dildo. The woman was awarded $200,000 for destroying the semen? I, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. You see how uh, I just kind of changed the story in my head to, yeah, be, yeah, to make yeah. it fit the parameters no, no. of my brainwaves? Uh, um, according like, to... Well, well, how would that, would this actually make sense to you? If she destroyed the semen, right? According to how it's written on my iPad, she was awarded when the laboratory, the lab destroyed this, this, the, the samples. She was awarded? Yes. Awarded two, what? $200,000. In a lawsuit. She had dog semen. Listen. Story. These are the stories, Adam. Hey, man. Stop asking questions. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, you know what? Uh, I, I've known Libyan uh, presidents to blast a little Jack Johnson. I've also known Gint to play songs that sound like... Uh, Zelda is getting gang raped. <laughs> Love it. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to go with the third story. That's the tr- that's the true the one. They dug up the five archaeologists and have uncovered something in Africa they believe to be the world's oldest strap-on dildo, yep. being over four thousand years old. Yep. You would not believe this, Adam Ray. <laughs> oh my God! You are wrong. Oh. Uh, the true story. Is woman awarded $200,000 when a laboratory destroyed semen samples from her dog. To go more into the details of the story, the woman was storing the samples. She is a breeder of champion poodles. She was storing the semen of actually five champion poodles at this laboratory. The lab misplaced, um, did something wrong with the samples. Misplaced. Misplaced. Yeah. And by misplaced, we mean party in my pants. <laughs> uh... They, they destroyed the semen. They could not find it. The woman sued and was awarded $200,000. Wow. Yeah, it makes that, sense to me. <laughs> my question is, <laughs> how did they get the semen? Of course I, that's When I read that story, I was like, uh, how does that happen? Well, I know how they get it from horses. Right. Poodles are so surprisingly easy to, turn, easy to turn on. Maybe it, maybe if you just do, like, maybe you just find, maybe midgets do it. We have, t- we have tiny fingers. We could jerk off a poodle. Are you assuming a poodle is is not well endowed? Hey, man, it's a poodle. They're tiny. They got really weird haircuts. I don't know. I don't know what to believe about them. I think it will work. $200,000 for poodle semen, huh? Absolutely. Which means Mark actually is sitting on about a million dollars in his house right now. Yo, how do you guys know about that? (laughs) You got a lot of poodle semen. (laughs) Who you guys been talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Love it! 
shit. The cast of all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so once again, you have failed Jesus. to you have failed to identify the true story. One of these days, I'll get something right. Yeah. Now, uh, Mark, as, as we've said, runs the Comedy Juice Show. Now, the Comedy Juice Show is famous because you never know who's going to stop by. Yep. You comedy Juice shows. Normally, when you go to a comedy club and they say, hey, there's six comics on the night and they're each doing 20 minutes, you think, all right, there's going to be a lot of bad comedians. Not the comedy juice shows. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks ago, we had uh, Dane Cook, Daniel Tosh, Aziz Ansari on the same show. Uh, this upcoming week, we have uh, Andy Dick. We have. Um, wow. Spe- si- speaking of dog semen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a perfect segue. <laughs> Who was on the New York show recently? Uh, Seinfeld Parker? Last week, we had Seinfeld, Jim Gaffigan. Al Madrigal, Chad Alexandro. These are literally shows that could fill not just the theater, yeah, dude, but absolutely. like basketball arenas. That people can pretty much go to for what? How much? Uh, you can get on the, If you go to my website, which is markscomedy.com, I have a contact on there. You could email me about any of these shows, and it'll tell you where what cities our shows are in. But yeah, markscomedy.com, go to contact. You can email me through there if you like, and I'll let you know who's on the show in which city. There you go, man. And uh. all and always fun. Uh, Adam and I have both done the shows. Obviously, those are not the nights where we could sell enough to fill a uh, basketball stadium. But we're yeah. getting there, yeah. man. We're getting there, man. We're making it happen. You guys are close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we actually have an ad to read this week. Do we? You darn right, we do. Let's do it. Uh, it's uh, our old, our our first sponsor, the Slide Bar. Yeah. Yeah. The Slide Bar in Fullerton, California, a rock and roll kitchen. Don't go there in a tux. Don't go there with to have the, oh, I'm going to have a splendid night out of dining. No, this is the Rock and Roll Cafe, who, who the slide that? bar. I don't know. <laughs> what, what voice was that? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to go have a splendid night. <laughs> Fucking who are you? I, I was trying to do my impression of the Monopoly guy. Oh, That's what I imagined the Monopoly that, guy would that sound was, like. That's what you saw in your head when you started to do the voice. I believe the, mon- the Monopoly man would sound like this. Isn't that great? Because when I see that guy, I think I see like big, long, the mustache, and I say, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> Buy Park Place. Well, Who's the hat? <laughs> Who's the thimble? <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> there you go. Slide Bar uh, has a great menu uh, with stuff like uh, fried macaroni and cheese, which is delicious. Oh, they have man. Strikers tuna melt with avocado yep. and uh, uh, almond-crusted halibut, which is delicious. So there's always plenty of hot chicks there, plenty of great food, plenty of great bands always performing, tons of drop-ins. It's owned by the band Lit that did the song My Own Worst Enemy. So if you're ever in Southern California... Stop by the Slide Bar in Fullerton, downtown, get some great drinks, get some great food, and get laid. I was there a few days ago because the Slide Bar is actually across the street from my house in Is Fullerton. it next to Waterworks? <laughs> or Madison Avenue? Stupid Monopoly man. <laughs> Interrupting Monopoly man. <laughs> That's uh, our new one. Uh, I was down at the Slide Bar a few days ago and, so, and uh, something happened to me. This is an absolute true story. I was just sitting there enjoying a drink. And uh, a guy came up to me. And uh, said, are you Brad Williams? I said, yes. And then he said, I really need you to punch me in the balls. And I did. And this has happened how many times prior? Uh, Well, it used to be people would come up to me and say, punch me in the nuts because they thought I was Wee Man. Which is one of the benefits of people thinking you're Wee Man. Totally. Is punching people in the balls and pussy. Those are the good parts. The bad parts are when people just pick you up randomly, toss you into a shopping cart, and think it's hilarious. <laughs> How many times has that happened? Uh, three times. <laughs> All in the same day. Oh, the same day. That so also much. sounds like some kind of sick sexual fetish. It does? I mean, having just going up to a random... Uh, Midget and tossing him in the shopping cart? No, having him punch you in the balls. 
do you think he got an erection after I hit him? I think later on he went home and put a belt around his neck and tight- <laughs> tightened it up while he was jerking off, thinking of you. <laughs> I think, uh, well, we're we're gonna tell <laughs> this the, all uh, goes down at Slide Bar yeah, at, <laughs> on Wednesday nights. Punch midgets in the balls on Wednesday nights. That would be an insanely popular promotion. Are you kidding me? The happiest hour. Uh, we're gonna talk more about uh, me, me punching a guy in the balls, and then we're gonna go around the room, do some crazy stories that we've all experienced in bars, and then we're gonna then, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're gonna we are gonna prank call Adam Ray's mother. Yeah. The oh. sweetest woman on the planet. She's home right now with my two three-year-old, uh, well, two, my twin nieces. Mm-hmm. They're watching Curious George. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She's about to have her whole world turned around. <laughs> that is right. But we're going to take a quick break before we do that, and we'll be right back with more about last night. So you guys know what, what we're doing when we take those breaks is we're allowing other shows on the great GoCast network to advertise many great shows, and and also we're getting kind of used to the fact that we are going to be starting to play uh, real ads pretty soon, and because uh, we have tons of sponsors that are, that are coming in, so we're kind of getting used to that format. That's why we're doing that. So like we always we played the slide bar before. Also we still have our sponsorship from Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Go to if you're gonna buy something on Amazon.com, go to BradWilliamsComedy.com. Click the Amazon banner at the top of the page and shop at will. You can buy anything you want. Don't have to do anything. Don't have to send us money. Shop as you would normally. Just visit BradWilliamsComedy.com first. Click the Amazon banner. Go to Amazon, and we will get a portion of whatever you buy if you want to support this great podcast. And also, we take 10% of all that money that we earn and donate it to the Friends and Helpers charity, which is a local battered women's shelter here in Los Angeles. So go ahead and do that. Now it's time to have some fun. Yeah. So and- these, these bar stories are going to happen uh, in just a second, but mm-hmm. we're on somewhat of a deadline to make this prank call. My mother lives in Seattle, Washington. Edmonds, Washington, uh, more specifically. And right now she's, uh, she's got the day with my twin nieces, 
who are three years old and incredible, and they're watching <laughs> Curious George right now. And my mm-hmm. mom is a sweet Jewish mother. Couldn't be more supportive and loving of anyone, not just her family. Uh, and uh, right now I'm going to call, pretend to be somebody from Blockbuster. Every time I go home to Seattle, I always rent movies. I always forget to return them. And also my mm-hmm. mom calls me and goes, um, I just got a call from Blockbuster. They said um, you get, you're just like $75 in late fees and... Now they want you just to buy the movies. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I end up buying fucking little Shanghai known, Nights. Little known fact, Adam is the last blockbuster customer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. He's single-handedly sometimes, keeping Sometimes you smoke some of that sweet, sweet Seattle herb, mm-hmm. and you're driving around, and you're like— And you're uh, back home. And, and you're back to, home, yeah. and, you, and you want it to be 1997 again. How's All right. But and you go, hey, man. I'm hey. talking about blockbuster. And, they go, and you go, hey, man, what do you got to rent? And he goes, oh, everything, man, everything. We got everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could do this at home. He's like, yeah, man, I appreciate the business. You know, pretty much. Hey. All right, so let's let's make a call. Here. All right, this is Adam's Adam's adoring sweet mother. Let's see if we can make this work. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Ray. Yes. Hi, this is Jared from Blockbuster in Edmonds. How are you today? Fine. Great. Um, I have some movies that have uh, become uh, a little overdue, and we need to. Uh, is there an Adam Ray at the uh, household? Oh no, he did. Well, he doesn't live here. He's my son. He must have checked stuff out, and I didn't know about it. Okay. Well, he okay. rented. Let me, let me read you some of the titles: Shanghai Nights, Love and Basketball, Lord of the Rings, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Dumb and Dumber, Harry and the Hendersons. Willow. Okay, where do okay, where Curious do I George, Barbie One, Barbie Two, Neverending Story, Shanghai Nights One, Time Cop, what? Lethal oh. Weapon. Hi. All these things are checked out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hello, Mrs. Ray. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, th- is this, this a list of what has been checked out that I need to get back to you? This is uh, Steve's supervisor. I'm also calling about a couple other titles. Can you check on Donkey I'm Punching? I'm sorry, you're, yeah, you're, 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 I'm not hearing you well. C- can you, you hear say? me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you check on two other titles, uh, Donkey Punching Latina Teens and Black Booties Wide Open? Where I would check for is... These th- check under his bed for those they're two. All, they're all checked out? Yes, donkey punching Latina teens, and black booties wide open. Check under his bed. <laughs> That's where I would go. I That's... gotta move away. We have a movie on right now for the babies, for the grandkids. And I can't hear you. Okay, the list that you just read to me. Do I owe all of those back to you? Yes. Well, we need you to purchase those films because right now the overdue has been so long that we now need them to be purchased from Blockbuster. Um, there's a few more titles here. Uh, there's Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, there's the bar- the whole Barbie collection. I think they rented one no, through wait. seven. Are you talking to the Ray household? Yes. Oh, uh, excuse, uh, excuse me. Is this the Ray family? No, this is not the Ray family. That was my son. What do you mean, all the Barbies? I thought they bought those. Uh, ma'am, uh, hi. Uh, this is Terry. And, uh, and you have an outstanding number of 
movies out right now. There we have more movies I, I as well. I had no idea. This there's the uh, Willow. There's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's the Station Agent. Uh, Simon Birch. Apparently, he has something for dwarves or little people. Okay, let me uh, give me your number, okay? And I need to call the people that check this out. Well, let me just read the grand total. Let me just read you, Mrs. Ray, the grand total of how much all these movies are going to cost. $1,746. Now, you can pay by credit card or check, or you can just... um, uh, We can come come down to Blockbuster, and um, we've got... uh, (laughs) Are you still there? All right. Well, there you go. You prank called your mom. Yeah, we'll use the first piece of that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then we got into a brutal conversation with a two-year-old. Yes. That we went, went, <laughs> we like, cut off the uh, the phone call for your for your, you guys. That actually went on for about an hour and a half <laughs> trying to get him to do something. And uh, I don't know. I think it was W.C. Fields that said never work with uh, – that's my phone. Uh, I think it was W.C. Fields that said never work with kids or uh, dogs. And uh, – <laughs> Today, I that that was confirmed for the about last night show. That was tough man, they yeah. um, three year olds are tough to get a <laughs> decent conversation out of. More often than not, it's them telling you snippets of their day. You know, mm-hmm. like at one point, I, I talked to one of them the other day, and she was like, "I'm gluing," and I was like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> <laughs> Entertain me. I'm yeah. a comedian. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, just curious, uh, Mark, do you? Uh, How old are your kids? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and get and if you answer I don't know to that question, we're gonna bring them in studio because they're in the green room right now, yeah. all grown up. I've got fifteen kids. <laughs> I got seven one year olds, two five year olds, a fifteen year old, and a thirty seven year old. All right, but you're thirty five. <laughs> I adopted him when I was five, and he was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. Uh, Mark Mark Saratella, if you Google image Mark Saratella, you will see a 12-year-old boy, but he's actually, what, 34, <laughs> 35? Let's go with 26, man. We're in Hollywood. Yeah. What We're are you doing to me right now, man? <laughs> Trying to get commercial work. Uh, you know, speaking of commercials, have you, Mark goes out for a lot of commercials. Brad, do you ever audition for commercials? Yeah, which is really weird because when I do, it's the same 12 dwarves at every audition. Is it really? Yeah, so we all go out. It's like, ah, all right, go do this shit. And uh, and, what, and is it usually like some sort of hokey, like yeah. you're dressed in a weird outfit, or yeah. is it like it's always yeah, a you're never gonna... for something? And, wh- and why is it that is bullshit? Because I went out for a McDonald's commercial today, and it was mm-hmm. just so stupid. There were three lines. There was three dudes sitting there in yoga stuff, and there's a hot girl who at one point is like, "You guys going to do yoga?" And they're all like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." But the first line was one of the guy goes, "Man, can you believe this new egg white McMuffin is only two bucks?" And then I go, "And only 160 calories." And at one point, I wanted to turn the camera and be like, even though we all know that's fucking bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but I said that in my head. And then the last guy goes, yeah, man, what will make the, you know, can you believe stuff that's good for you actually tastes good, too? Those are the lines. Mm-hmm. Now, why? It was me, a black dude, and another white dude. Mm-hmm. No dwarves at that audition. Yeah. Why not? Why can't you be the guy going, hey, can you believe this egg white McMuffin only has 260 calories? Right. I can say, hey, it's, it, it's, it's, it's healthy. It'll make you grow. <laughs> You know, I can say stuff like that, right. get, a little, get a little bonus laugh. Yo, listen up, Hollywood. You better change your tune. <laughs> and I mean soon. You better start hiring dwarves to pitch shit or all of Hollywood's getting burned to the ground. Hire dwarves to pitch shit? <laughs> Who wouldn't believe a dwarf that said, hey, you need this product? Seriously. You would, right? If you're eating an egg McMuffin, what? 
Well, here, here's my thing, too, is uh, I recently went on an audition for actually a Spanish-speaking commercial. Awesome. And uh, I, w- I was playing an elf. And, uh, you at the piñata? Yes. Uh, I was playing an elf, and we had a Santa. <laughs> and our whole thing was to, this is how you know this uh, commercial is going to Latin America. Our job was to uh, look into a window and look creepy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no way Latin America is treating you well. They don't even treat their women well. <laughs> so that was our thing, look in the window and, and look kind of creepy. Sure. So we did that, and then I got a, I got a callback for it. Callback is when they bring the guys back to see if they want to do it. But they, all we did was look in a window. That's it. And it's on tape. And they, they're like, oh, we need, to look, we need you to look in the window again. Why? How, what decision am I going to make through looking through that window? Are you going to say, well, that was way better than that guy over there looking right. through the window? Right. No, it's nothing. Just do it, do it once. Record it. Pick your damn midget. It's also just like, <laughs> your midget. you guys just want me to just text in my photo? Because I could do that too. <laughs> this is what my face will look like two weeks from now also. <laughs> yes, exactly, of me looking in a window. I don't so know. you didn't get it? No, I didn't get it because I, I refused to go to the callback. Because <laughs> I didn't want to drive, you know, two hours to look in a window and then drive two hours back because I live in Orange County and it was in North Hollywood at rush hour. So I don't want to do that. Yo, next time that happened, just call me and I'll just show up like, I've been drinking milk. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you said it does body good? It does yeah. body real good. It, it works out, man. <laughs> Screw those vegans. They had it all wrong. <laughs> And they're like, what type of milk? I'm like, rat milk, motherfuckers. <laughs> you were drinking the wrong stuff. Yeah, yo, but seriously, even those, like, bank commercials, can you imagine if, like, you see all the people in line at, like, Chase Bank, you know, where we're accessible all, all hours of the day for all your financial needs. And you see, like, you know, black dude, it's always, like, you know, silent. He comes up to the, to the, the, the yeah. teller, and they give him his, you know, his receipt and whatever, and he's always, like, smiling, like, thank you very much. And he takes his shit, you know. But if it's you walking up to the thing, and then there's, you know, again, no sound, and you right. see the woman kind of looking over the counter, and then you're hopping up in front with your fucking debit card. Yeah. All while you hear the voiceover, like, Chase Bank. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we should probably get some fucking high chairs, you know. Like, <laughs> and it was Chase Bank, too, that they had, like, you, you with your debit card in one hand, like, a bag of golden coins in the other. Like, <laughs> I'm a bag of golden <laughs> coins. Oh my god, dude! That's a great that sketch. Ad? That's yeah. a great sketch. Come on, advertisers. Yo, but like, I'm joking. But like, why the fuck not, man? I know. They everyone would talk about that commercial. Hey, did you see the commercial where the midgets jumping up and down and can't deposit it should be money? A, it, it should be a right. gold yeah. coins. And you, and you see two of the Chase Bank workers come over and both pick you up and, yeah. and hold you in front and of the And we bank. help people out. Help people and they, out, they just pick me up. That, yeah. In the beginning establishing shot is we'll just like... We'll pick you up, literally. Yeah. You're down. In the very, the very beginning shot is like a rainbow hitting the bank. <laughs> like it ends at the bank. And, and like, a light shines on the door and you open up with a bag of coins right there. I want, you know, we're just talking about this and I already feel like moving all my money to Chase Bank. Come on, man. Absolutely. I got better feelings about Chase Bank now, too. For some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Totally great. All right. Uh, we are going to take one last commercial break. We will come back, talk about some crazy bar stories. And we're oh. going to prank call my dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He's going to talk about beating you. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and this is the About Last Night show. Please, come back. See you in a sec. The only thing that keeps me here. Are her eyes in the morning? Well, I've packed my things a thousand times. Oh, and I faked believe all her lies for the last time. The other day, I drew myself a map so I can figure out your head. The canvas trips with my sweat, blood, and tears, and she ate it every bread. Well, I've packed my things a thousand times. 
that commercial break, uh, Adam Ray was desperately on the phone with his mom trying to save his family. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, that call, don't, man. Don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> she, uh, she was a little, I mean, she was upset at me because mm-hmm. she, that was a, here's the thing. You want to wear, I get my uh, gullibility, <laughs> if that's a word. Uh, but she, it, it's a very trusting, endearing quality. And she heard 57 titles, mm-hmm. even teenage Latina teens or whatever it was called. <laughs> I like she didn't even flinch when she heard the porn. She Mark just goes, what? Yeah. Oh, let me go to another room. Yeah, Mark <laughs> said porn titles. And hot, she, and hot sweat, booty sweat? What was it? That was... Teenage Latina teens? No. <laughs> donkey punching Latina teens. <laughs> and black booties wide open. Black <laughs> no, wide open. you came up with those titles oddly quick. Yeah. When did you return those in real life? <laughs> Yo, man, you, I told you not to put this on the podcast. <laughs> what if my mom's listening? Donkey punching Latina teens. But, but the thing that's... But the thing that shocked me is you would say porn titles to almost any other mom. They would goes, freak out and be like, what? Yeah, what stuck up to her was, you bought all the Barbie movies? <laughs> <laughs> porno, yeah. Adam, yeah. I get that. Yeah, for sure. Adam gets porno, yeah. but Barbie movies. Everybody knows Barbie 4 is unwatchable. Why would you, <laughs> why would you buy that? <laughs> That's incredible. They, they could not even match the storytelling of Barbie one through three. Yeah. It just but went yeah. off the rails in the fourth one. She started doing blow with Ken. <laughs> Sk- Skipper came back from TJ all slutted out. Oh yeah. She had a warrant out for arrest for oh, yeah. robbing a Chase Bank. That sounds like a crazy bar story. Segway. All right. Oh, here we go. So uh we talked about our illustrious sponsor uh slide bar yeah. earlier in downtown yeah. fullerton great yeah. bar and uh, i was there a few days ago and a guy asked me to punch him in the balls and I, I didn't have to pay him to do this uh this was no version of a happy ending this was not a jackass thing he, he, did, he did not think i was wee man he thought i you know he knew i was brad williams and i punched him in the balls and not only did i do that afterward he said that wasn't good enough and his friends said that I should kick him in the balls. What? So I did that. So he's not going to have kids now, which is probably... How hard did you kick him? Oh, dude, someone lets you kick him in the balls. You go full out, man. I guess they're asking for it. Yeah, and th- do you really want yeah, this nobody guy goes, reproducing? Hey, man, kick me in the balls. Boop. 
you know, take it easy, though. <laughs> Don't go full out. These but, are my balls we're talking yeah, about. But do you really want this guy reproducing? No. Yeah, He's asking random people to kick him in the balls. We don't want future kids of the ball kicker to be running yeah, around. walking so. around as a family being like, yeah, yeah. kick me in the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my crazy story. By the way, story. it's Jay Leno's kid. Yeah, kick me in the ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hit them. Yeah. Hey, you kick me in the ball, Dad. <laughs> That kid's got a giant head <laughs> and a great monologue. <laughs> you know. Uh, do you guys have any crazy bar stories that you, that you can remember? Something, something happened. Mark one popped into your head immediately. It seemed like you're putting this on me right now. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one time I was up in a bar and I look over to my right and I saw this guy eating a, a, an appetizer tower. And he's minding his own business. And then he stood up. He walked over to his midget and was like, you mind if you fucking kick me in the balls? I looked over. I saw the world's tiniest foot come up between his legs, right up into his butt. This dude dropped like a ton of bricks. And then he looked up at him and said, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. May I have another? Uh, but, like, bars is just one of those things where every there's, there's crazy stories between uh, drunken hookups. And, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've witnessed people having sex in the uh, bathroom, Jesus. which I never got that. You have, you have a kitchen that's close. Go in there. Yeah. <laughs> bathroom. At one time, uh, last Friday, I was at TGA Fridays. I witnessed this guy taking a dump because I went up to the crack of the stall and I peeked my little eyeball in there. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, you're caught, motherfucker. <laughs> and he was like, you can't do that. I was like, oh, yes, I can. Try to find me. All right. Um, Adam, you got any? Yeah, well, I got um, I got kicked out of a bar in uh, Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a bar slash club. It was almost like on the on the club side. And this guy, first of all, I can't handle uh, bouncers or guys that work at these clubs, bars sure. that uh, you know abuse their authority. And I'm standing in an area. I'm pretty drunk. I'm standing in an area where he was just like didn't want me to stand. He's like, "Yo, bro, you can't stand this aisle way." I'm like, oh, "I'm just watching the dance floor, man, trying to, you know, get some uh courage." He's like, "Can't stand there." I'm like, "I'm not blocking anybody." He goes, "Bro, don't make me ask you again." I'm like, "Dude, we're not brothers." And he's like, "All right." <laughs> he's like, so I stand back for a little bit. Then I'm just like, "Fuck this." I go upstairs. We had this little like room, I guess, that overlooked the dance floor. Sure. I get up there with my drink and it's, by the way, it's right above this dude where he was standing. As soon as I lean over the edge, I trip over my own feet and my drink shakes. And spills oh. over the edge. And as soon as it falls out, I stand back because I'm like, oh, shit. It for sure just fell on this guy. Yeah. So I lean over the edge to see if he's, like, still there. He's not there. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Next thing I know, I feel an arm on my shoulder, an arm on my waist. It's him and two other bouncers. And he turns around and he goes, he goes, pouring drinks on me now, huh, bro? Real fucking cool. He goes, let's go. They grab me. I go, whoa, no. I go, dude, I literally came up here and I tripped and my drink spilled. I go, I was respecting your space down there. But he goes, no, I get it. You fucking, you don't want to stand right tight and stand, so you pour your fucking drink on me. I go, dude, I just tripped. So they grab me and aggressively pull me out of this club. And I'm trying to fight. I'm like, no. Everyone starts staring at me like in this yeah. place because it's a huge commotion. Sure. And I'm drunk and screaming. And everyone's looking at me and I'm like, I'm not that guy. Stop looking at me. I'm not that guy because I I felt like it was the guy. AdamRayTV.com. Yeah. Check out my videos. Oh, God. I should have done that. <laughs> so they're pulling me out. Then they bring me back in uh, after they finally, like, figure it all out. Oh, wait, first time ever it took more than one bouncer to escort a Jew out of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with me just make fun of Jews right after this. And so uh, so then there's one of the gr- waitress girls, and she's like, come on, sweetheart. She's like, come take a jello shot out of my titties. And that always makes you feel better. I was so fired up, though, and pissed. Wait a second. I'm that sorry. I was like, you know what? Hold on a second. And another thing. And what? my buddy was like, yo, bro. So mad that you couldn't go out and get some sweet titty juice? Couldn't get it? I mean, you know, eventually. Uh, 
I don't think I understood the end of that story. You were not thrown out of the bar. At that I point? was, and they let me back in after oh. uh, for like uh, forty five minutes. You were in timeout. <laughs> I was in adult timeout. I was in bar timeout. You had to go stand in the coat room. <laughs> it's awful, man. Oh yeah, those bouncers. They just get, dude. I mean, and hey, if you're a bouncer out there or some sort of a authoritative figure in a club, mm-hmm. fucking take it easy. Well, see, here's the thing. Is the problem the problem with these types of jobs, whether it be bouncer, security guard, whatever? These are guys who don't have a lot of power, so they look for any excuse whatsoever sure. to use it. Yeah, he told me not to stand. He goes, "I was blocking the dance floor. I wasn't even near the dance floor." Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like I, I'm sure a, the dance floor was bum rushed by thirty. Eager party goers that see you, Adam Ray, standing right there, and they go, "Well, no chance getting on it now. Yeah. Fuck this. Let's go to the next bar." Yo, I'm drunkly leaning on like a, a thing, watching people creepily, sure. like just like, "Well, I better be fun to dance with her." Like I'm just gonna <laughs> lean there. I'm not harming anybody, but you know, he yeah. sees you as like an outsider, being like, "Yeah, bro, don't don't stand and watch the dancing. All right, either participate or get the fuck out of here." This guy spent the entire day watching Roadhouse on TNT, like. <laughs> If anyone tries anything tonight, <laughs> I mean anything tonight, they're getting the throat ripped out. Next thing you know, a drink falls from above. He's like, Patrick Swayze taught me well. This dude's going to the coat room for 40, 45 minutes. Don't try to offer him some jello shot titties. No, not going to happen. Well, and another thing that happens at bars is people try to get picked up. People try to shoot some game. People try to get laid. And that brings us to one of our favorite segments. It's a celebrity serenades, everybody. All right. Oh, oh yeah. Turn that shit up, again. That is celebrity serenades. Now, celebrity <laughs> serenades. For our listeners that may be new to the podcast, celebrity serenades is where we impersonate a celebrity going to a bar and trying to pick up on a uh, female or male, depending on the celebrity. And uh, we have a lot of fun with it. So, uh, Mark Saratella, what we'll sort get, of impressions you got? Yeah, who, who we bring to the house tonight? Yeah. You can announce it. You don't have to go right into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, I'm getting Gary. Okay. Everybody calm down for two, three, four, five seconds. This is uh, David Blaine. Perfect. Now, how this works, Mark, uh, Brad will play the uh, bartender in this one, and I'll mm-hmm. be the girl, and you're going to try to pick me up at the bar as David Blaine. Okay. Okay? You're uh, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So let's set it up here. Uh, excuse me, miss? Yeah? Uh, there was a guy. He just he wanted to buy you a... I don't know where he went. He was just here. Oh, my God. He just, he, he wanted to buy you a drink. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow! There he is! Oh, my God. Okay, he just appeared out of nowhere. Oh, hey. uh, hi, sir. Uh, this is, there's, yeah, this is the guy that wanted to buy you the drink. Great, hey, how are you? Magic, you may recognize me from my specials on TNT. Oh my god, I love TNT. Do you feel that up in your vagina? It's my finger. (laughs) Oh my god, I was, how did it get there so fast? I just put it up there when (laughs) you weren't looking. Oh my god, that's sneaky. Do you see this right here? It's a quarter. Yeah, it's like... I just pulled that from your vagina when you weren't looking. Oh my god, that's so disturbing. Well, it's creepy is what it is. Do you mind if I tell you your phone number? I I know what my phone number is. Your phone number is 323-4770. Nine six pound, pound star. star. I know my number, but how do you know it? That was really weird. 
I just think you're really attractive. Do you mind if I slip this roofie into your drink? But, oh my god, wait a minute, did you already slip? <laughs> the power just came over you. <laughs> and now with the force and dynamic attitude of Chris Angel, my number one nemesis, <laughs> I'm gonna take you back. <sighs> oh, well. Oh my god, wait, hey, uh, wait a minute. You turned me into a dude. Good God. Hey. You have the voice of Tony Danza. Well, that... <laughs> do I? You're I, one of the least attractive women. Well, I was a woman, but you just... You, you put a roofie in my drink, and now I'm, a, now I'm a dude. Can I be perfectly honest with you guys? Sure. I'm not entirely comfortable with the situation. and like to change it. I think maybe that... You should get one of your friends, and I'll take you home and have some type of threesome. I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> and I gotta be honest, I uh, I gotta go. E- even doing celebrity serenades, we get interrupted <laughs> by Tony Danza. <laughs> that wasn't Tony Danza, though. That it was, wasn't. No, that that was more of a was more of a Fred Flintstone, <laughs> Bonnie, <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. Wilma! <laughs> I guess Tony Danza and Fred Flintstone, now that we talk about it, are... Yeah. are you know, maybe Tony Danza was based on Fred Flintstone. Uh, maybe... Wait, <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony Danza the Wrap human? your head around that shit for a minute. Wow. Yeah, dude. Bedrock. So, like, Tony Danza's parents saw Fred Flintstone, saw a Flintstone cartoon, and went, <laughs> fuck, let's get to making one of those. <laughs> we want our own version of that. Yeah. Um, all right, that Brad. Uh, that, was, that was great, David. Cool. <laughs> We actually heard Adam, you, 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 you and I heard a great Tony Danza story. Uh, we did the Kevin and Bean show on uh, K Rock. Oh yeah, we heard a great Tony Danza story. Uh, one of the DJs, Kevin from the from, from the Kevin and Bean show, was at a Fourth uh, of July party in on Malibu, Malibu Beach, where Danza apparently lives. Where Danza lives on the Fourth of July. On the Fourth of July, so it's packed. Beach is packed. Danza, I guess, has a house on the beach. Yeah. So, you know, all that got a lot of money. money. Dude, yeah, yeah you joke. He's got a, dude, two s- hit sitcoms. Oh, right, because you also had Taxi. Yeah, dude. Yes. And so, who's the boss? Well, there was a bidding war for that show. I bet. He's got a lot of money. So there you go. I got more money than I know what to do with. <laughs> but I do know what to do with it. I buy a lot of cornflakes and a lot of strippers. <laughs> so the party's going on, and all of a sudden, uh, the beachgoers, the partiers, yeah. hear a trumpet. And they look up to a balcony on the beach, and there's Tony Danza on a balcony playing a trumpet. Playing a trumpet for America's birthday. In the mid- And what else did he have going on? What else? There was playing a trumpet. There was something else. No, it was nothing. Just it, was, playing a trumpet. it was just him playing a trumpet. You know, Brad, sometimes, uh, look, I've been playing a trumpet for at least 25 years, all right? And sometimes, especially on a holiday, I'm going to go out in fucking Malibu. And play my trumpet. Now, on that particular day, yeah, there was a lot of people around. Do I like it when people look at me? No. Do I love to play the trumpet? Yes. Do Sometimes I play the trumpet and people go, oh, my God, Tony Danz is really good at the trumpet. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these things happen and you can't predict how much attention you're going to get. You know, hey, it's, uh, sometimes I do I play, do I own a bassoon? <laughs> Maybe. Do I play it uh, unexpectedly at people's funerals? Sh- I, sure. Sure. <laughs> Do I really love the taste of TCBY strawberry yogurt? (laughs) You know, these are things we can talk about if we have another hour. Tony Dan's hour, coming up shortly. We we, we just thought that was amazing because he he, he wasn't at a party. He wasn't doing anything like that. He was just on his balcony and no bigger, hey, I'm a celebrity, look at me moment. Well, there's a lot of people partying. 
Who's playing trumpet? Yeah, dude. He uh, wants to get in the Us Weekly magazine, so it's like they shop at the grocery store. They do their own laundry. They play their own fucking trumpets. Like, <laughs> maybe he wants to be highlighted. I, I think he should have gone all out and made it like a wrestler's entrance and had two, like, bikini girls and sparklers, like, True. right next to him. Like, <laughs> and you hear, oh, my God, it's his trumpet music. <laughs> you know that's Tony Danza. He's going to show The Undertaker who's the boss. <laughs> Just keep hearing that shit. Uh, wow. Well, gotta, well, well, this has been a fun show. We got to close it out? Yeah, we got to close it out, man. Boom. It's that, it's that time. Uh, Mark, plug your stuff. Okay, uh, starting next week, I got about two. Great. Minutes. Thanks a lot, Mark. All right, Brad, go right ahead, <laughs> oh. buddy. Dot com. Just dot dot com. Listen, if, if, if a Comedy Juice show is in your area, look up Comedy Juice and uh, go to the shows. They're always amazing. Mark, what's your Twitter? My Twitter, uh, actually, the best thing, honestly, is just go to my website. It's uh, markscomedy.com because you can click on my Twitter through there. But my, uh, my Twitter is at Mark Saratella. But, uh, yeah, go to uh, markscomedy.com and you can, you can get anything that you want to get through there. There you go. Adam Ray. At Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. AdamRayTV.com for, um, for the website. Uh, and uh, some new videos up there. Check out my X Factor audition. Mm-hmm. And I'll be. Uh, I saw that. That was very funny. Uh, thank you. I will be at uh, uh, San Francisco at the Comedy Cellar next Friday, the nineteenth, and uh, Boston College on the twenty-sixth with Mark. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm excited and about the that. Lake Tahoe Improv, November seventh through the eleventh. Get your tickets at improv.com. There you go. BradWilliamsComedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad. I got dates coming up at the Pittsburgh Improv, yep. at the Columbus Funny Bone, and Side Splitters in Tampa Bay. Ooh. But uh, yeah, so I'm going yeah. to go to Florida. So for all tour details. Say hello to Ethel and Gertrude I, for I, me. I will. We'll go down to Florida. It'll be and, a good time. And if Harold comes out to your show, give him a hug. I'll give him a hug. Don't worry. I'll make sure he doesn't eat the artichoke. I know he's allergic. And wear your visor. It's hot as it's fuck. Hot as fucking Tampa. So I'll be there taking the Jews down in Tampa. Uh, <laughs> not the troops, the Jews. <laughs> taking the Jews down. Uh, I hope you had a good time listening. Continue to, to rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Leave some comments. Visit Amazon.com via BradWilliamsComedy.com. This has been the About Last Night Show. On behalf of Adam Ray, Mark Chattel, I'm Brad Williams. Please try to remember our names in the morning. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.